This is the Mindful on the Move podcast. The podcast where we encourage mindful behavior and character in the tiny home community. We're your co-hosts. I'm Kyle Leitsky. And I'm Chris Allen. So Chris, what's inspired us to make this podcast? We created the Mindful on the Move podcast because we believe in encouraging mindfulness in order to help keep this sustainable lifestyle. As we relate more positively with people, places, and communities we travel to, we hope that this alternative lifestyle will work in harmony with our environments. Beautiful. So who... Let's, so why don't we tell the, the listeners a little bit about ourselves? Uh, yeah, so my name's Chris, also known as Coach Chris, Camp Daddy Chris, Cashflow Cactus, depending on where you <laughs> met me. <laughs> And uh, I'm a first responder by trade. Uh, you know, I've been anywhere from like a lifeguard, uh, camp counselor, um, swim instructor, rescue swimmer in the Navy, firefighter, EMT, and now on my next venture, being a wildland firefighter in Montana this summer. So that's about me. So basically, we're safe in your presence. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always, I'm always looking out like, oh, are we being safe? <laughs> On land and in the sea. Beautiful. Yeah. So, Chris, what got you into van life? Uh, you know, for me, the opportunity to live below my means, mm. uh, it, it kind of highlighted that lifestyle for us because we started off on a boat initially in San Diego. Mm. And, mm-hmm. um, and then in order to sneak sneak away with living in a marina we end up getting a van not knowing anything about van life and mm-hmm. taylor reached out on the internet found a found a van meetup and pretty much the rest is history after yeah. that and who's taylor taylor's my wife yeah, <laughs> yeah. so oh yeah for you guys that don't know i'm married uh with my wife taylor we built out the inside of our sprinter van which is now taylor's van because i have a truck camper now since we are two two beings that like to be in two different places, you know, at the same time, but still be in love. So now we're exercising that option and opportunity to try out two rigs on the road. It's really like two, two bedrooms on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how long have you, how long ago was that, that you and Taylor got the Sprinter initially and have been living nomadically on land, I guess, besides the boat? Oh, yeah. Like we got the boat almost like five years ago mm-hmm. to this date uh, back in back in June of 2017, May of 2017. I got the boat. And then in September of 2017, we got the van. Nice. So it was like shortly after. Mm-hmm. OK, so, yeah. So you're you've got some longevity, some experience. Yeah. You know, been around, been been to Mexico a few times, you know, for a few <laughs> months in the van. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many states have you all been to so far? I think we counted like just 17. You know, we don't do the East Coast uh-huh. heavy like that. We don't do the South. Even if we did do the South, it was just driving through. Like we've been to Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, but it was all like driving through, stop and go. I see. Yeah. And you all are both from the South, though, even though you started in San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from uh, the South side of Atlanta, Georgia. And then my wife is from Mobile, Alabama. Mm. So nice stand up for the south side <laughs> it's much easier to do the van life nomad tiny house living in the west oh yeah 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 
for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why so we talked about a little bit doing this podcast and being in a good relationship and sustaining this lifestyle. Why is that important to you? Uh, you know, I, I always thought about it because seeing so many people and, and being a first responder uh, naturally to, to, to the best way to prevent stuff is to be in the preventative stage and not necessarily in the, in the uh, action stage of like, oh, I have to do this. It's like, oh, what do I need to do in order so this doesn't happen? Like uh, such things as like fires, uh, trash, um, kind of just along that like sustainable, what, what's the most sustainable outcome for the environment, you know, source of power. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. Beautiful. All right. So should I tell our listeners a little bit about me? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure now the listeners are going to be very curious about who you are. <laughs> All right. We know Chris. So this Kyle guy anymore, anymore. Yeah. So my name is Kyle Jason Leitsky. My pronouns are he, they. I'm a California kid with Midwest roots, I've come to say, because I grew up in the northern suburbs of San Diego um, and then spent time in Sacramento finishing my degree and uh, starting my career. But I also feel like I matured and blossomed in Northern California up in Humboldt County, um, where I started my van life from. But my parents are both from Ohio, Wisconsin. That's where the Midwest roots and most of my family up until my generation um, was from the Midwest. So I say that, um, yeah, professionally, I feel like I've been blessed to have a career of service. Um, I've done it through coaching. I was an athlete in college. So I started off. Um, getting into coaching and supporting others through football, the sport nice. I played. Um, so, high what did you football. study in college? You you went over that briefly. Um, oh, yeah. So, my bachelor's degree is in sociology with an mm-hmm. emphasis in race and gender studies. Nice. That's why that's why I got my bachelor's degree from Sacramento State. In okay, cool. And then I went on, and while I was coaching, I went. I coached high school football for a little bit. Um, and then I started coaching college football at my alma mater, Sac State first. While I was there, I was able to get my master's degree in coaching. Nice. And moved on from there, ended up still coaching football in Humboldt State. So that's what took me up in Humboldt is a okay. job coaching there. Finished my master's while I was there. It was through Ohio University, actually. Oh, wow. Um, so I had the flexibility. I could change my jobs. It wasn't tied to that university, mm-hmm. so that was nice. But while there, I shifted away from coaching college football. I got my teaching credential with the plan of teaching high school PE and health and still coaching football. But during that year, got an opportunity to go back to the university and I got a job being an academic advisor at Humboldt State University. So that ended up being a really good fit. I ended up helping students who came in undeclared and exploring their majors um, and really trying to figure out what they wanted to do with life. You helped out a lot of veterans doing that stuff too. Yeah. I did help some, yeah, the, yeah. Um, some veterans who came in, as long as they came in with their major undeclared, I was the person that still helped them. So I worked with veterans, um, nice. and, um, the offices a little bit. So I, yeah, I had a handful okay. of them to work with them. Um, yeah, so I've had a very 
fulfilling career and been fortunate to yeah pursue my passion of coaching football and make it to college level nice um and doing some different career changes all around kind of mentoring and helping people so that's a big passion of mine um i'm currently um an ayurvedic life purpose coach is say it one more time for the folks say, say it one I'm more an time ayurvedic life purpose coach there you go there you go folks <laughs> yeah um ayurveda is uh, not super well known in the west here but it is an ancestral wisdom uh, from India. So it's translated from Sanskrit as like life wisdom. A lot of people call it science of life. It's about the wisdom of like living and longevity. Um, it has to do a lot with our mental state. Um, okay. So using that and it's about relating to our environment and the, the philosophy has the five main elements of space, air, fire, water, earth that are psychosomatic uh, or have psychosomatic qualities in our physical bodies, in our mind and our environment. So it's very, it's holistic in nature and is striving to have us be in an optimal state. So my passion is more on the life side and like the art of applying that. So my catchphrase is like live your wisdom, right? So Ayurveda is a wisdom of life, but it can also, as my teacher, Mamta Landerman explained, it's also a living wisdom when you put it into practice. So nice. helping people. So using my background of like coaching and helping students figure out their path in life. So all these things from psychology and things I've learned in my path of career, mixing in the holistic side of this uh, wisdom uh, to help people live more balanced and fulfilled, purposeful um, in a sustaining way. So nice, nice. That's cool. And I feel like we really align because, you know, I've spent time as a coach as well, whether it's personal training or swim coaching or some instructing. You know, so we we both been in that development stage, mine more youth development, yours more adult development. But, you know, we're two development specialists. I would say that that was our background, you know, and my little bit of first responder and, and youth development, yours is a little bit more um, human development focused. I would yeah. Say. yeah, it's feel, it's feel like it's been different performances, whether it's been on a field or mm -hmm. an academic. It was decompressed. Okay. Okay. So that's that's going to transition us right into our disclaimer. And so I'll go ahead and uh, hit, hit us with the disclaimer, full disclaimer, you guys. We do not claim to be mindful gurus or leading experts. We are students and coaches of our own mindful practices and members of the van life nomadic community. We've been having more of these conversations in our circles, and we hope to amplify by the spread of these messages through the Mindful on the Move podcast. Did I say move or mood? <laughs> Mindful on the move. On the move. Yeah, we're so, yeah. still getting used to it. Uh, yeah, and we want to acknowledge too that while we use mindful and we'll reference mindfulness, mindfulness leaders like Deepak Chopra and other others have explained that these terms are really like a the mindfulness and thinking of the mind is really a mystery translation of that that this eastern wisdom that we come from it's more about being of conscious awareness right so it's actually even going beyond our mental state um using the terms helps our catchy name mindful on the move yeah. um it's more relatable in the west too 
Um, but this is really a practice of awareness um, and consciousness as we go through things in our tiny, tiny lives, our nomadic lives, our van lives. Nice. And uh, just a preview of a few topics to look forward to. Uh, our next topics will be mindful van life, the three ways folks find themselves living the van life, mindful relation, relating to places and people we encounter on our travels, mindful boxing. And you gotta, you just gotta find out what mindful boxing is. You gotta, you gotta check out that episode. But rolling with the punches of the nomadic van life—that's all I'm gonna say for that one. And then the last one that we'll give you all the uh, feature for is mindful allyship, understanding and acting on the privileges we have to uplift our marginalized members. So you gotta really listen to that one. That's a special one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as we started brainstorming about this. Um, and figuring out what is our purpose uh, for the podcast. And even just, we had the conversation too, like in terms of the mindfulness, we had the conversation of mission statement and what is our mission statement? And then realizing the tie that mission, that language has to colonization missions, you know, especially here in the United States. Uh Oh, slow down. You're not just going to speed. You're not just going to speed through that. Like we just ain't just drop a bar. (laughs) Repeat that one more time for the people in the back. One more time. Shifting our language and a perspective of having a mission statement where we're conquering something or we're colonizing something and our statement of purpose. So Mm. being mindful, even of just the way that we plan things in this podcast and what we want to do and relating. That's one thing that we're going to dive into, right? The mindful relating. Um, It's not just about romantic relationships. um, Yeah, in a a nice heater. (laughs) But in a really deeper relating to the space and ourselves and the people. Um, I think that's a good foundation um, that we'll go into more. Uh, and the and the indigenous leaders that I know I've learned from in that concept to be conscious and be aware and be mindful through relating. So that's a big thing that's going to weave in through here and why it's one of the kind of initial topics we want to Want to hook y'all with? Nice, that's perfect. So, uh, with with all that being said, I want you all to let us know what your thoughts are. You know, what topics do y'all want to hear? You find important? What any special guests you recommend to come to the podcast for any of the upcoming episodes, follow up part twos? You know, what I'm saying, leave us, leave leave something in the comments. Send us an email, voice message. We got a website. Things moving fast, folks. I mean, we we got the website up before we got the first episode up. So (laughs) big moves, big moves over here. And then a reminder that uh, all the links and things that were mentioned in this episode will be in the episode notes. And um, it's time for us to go. But here's your friendly reminder to keep practicing being mindful on the move. See you down the road, folks. See you. (laughs) Let's do see down the road together, man. See you down the road. See. Oh, you want to do it together? All right. See you down down the road. road. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I think that was.